It is a pleasure to welcome for the first time to VLGA Connect, the new Victorian Public Sector Commissioner, no stranger to local government, Adam Fennessy. Hi. G'day, Chris. Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, absolute pleasure to join you in this uh, very exciting VLGA Connect series. Thanks for the opportunity. Now, thank you for joining us. And I have noticed you've been an avid uh, watcher and uh, sharer of some of, our, some of our videos, which uh, we really uh, appreciate. Uh, just a bit of a snapshot for people who perhaps might not have met you before. Your background in state and intersecting with local government goes back quite some way. It does, Chris. Uh, I was a secretary of a state government department a few years ago. In fact, have uh, had about 20 years in government, 15 of those in state government, five in federal government. And when I was in state government uh, earlier, I had the responsibility for the relationship with local government. So I have worked with VLGA, many other parts of the local government sector, and a strong supporter of how we work together because we're all here for communities, ratepayers, councillors, ministers, uh, and you know people across Victoria. A terrific resume for the role of the uh, public sector. Commissioner, can you give us a bit of a sense of what the role entails for you, particularly in this early phase? Yes, well, I've been in the new role of Victorian Public Sector Commissioner for five weeks. I'm back. I'm very delighted to be back in, into the centre of Victorian government. Um, the Victorian Public Service is about 120-odd thousand people in the big government departments. The Victorian Public Sector is bigger. It takes into account teachers and uh, hospitals and uh, schools and transport and lots of other service providers in that broader government space and has about 350,000 employees. So that's a very strong workforce. The role of the Victorian Public Sector Commission is a bit like a department for people. We work across that much broader sector to make sure that the capabilities of the sector are developed, the integrity of the sector is oversighted and supported and also that we're working in a consistent way because that has such a huge impact for communities and for the economy. So we really play that role of oversighting that whole public sector and mm. then provide a really important conduit into uh, other industries, but also in particular local government, Commonwealth Government and have that really good uh, opportunity to reach out and across. I'd like to come back to how you see local government fitting into that broader public sector um, picture, if you like, in just a moment. But it must be really interesting, Adam, to start a new role in a COVID environment where everything's happening virtually. How are you managing that onboarding process for yourself? Yeah, well, it is a challenge. I've now got responsibility for a whole organisation, most of whom I've not met in person. But what I have found, and you will have found this as well across local government, in fact, across all parts of our economy, we've had to adapt really quickly, go digital, go online. And in fact, in most cases, we've responded really well. So uh, it has been a challenge and particularly coming back uh, into the Victorian context where we're under a very tough lockdown and restrictions, doing our work, thinking of our communities and delivering, uh, and also thinking about our staff and supporting our people who are now working from home, working online, how do we both deliver good services, sometimes in person, appropriately protected, but in other cases, doing that virtually and online, how do we do that while working with each other and in particular, keeping that contact with our communities, our customers, our ratepayers, our taxpayers? And the other point I'll say is, it's such an interesting time right now because Fortunately, we are seeing a response coming through that second lockdown phase of COVID in Victoria. And we are now starting to think, well, what does the next phase look like when we will be coming out 
all things going well and getting back to what might be a future new normal. There's been a lot of talk that we do not want to snap back. We've had so many new opportunities and innovations about service delivery and reconvening and retooling how we work. How do we look ahead to meet the needs of our communities and repurpose and retool how we work? So it's a challenging time at the moment, but it's also exciting when we, when we think about the innovations that we can uh, take advantage of to better deliver for our communities. Look forward to hearing more about what those answers look like when you've had time to consider all of that, but it's great to know that people are thinking about that, that phase in such a way. I want to touch on the, uh, the role of local government as it intersects with your role as public sector commissioner, because I would put it to you that a lot of people working in local government don't necessarily see themselves as part of the public sector. Do you think that's a fair observation? Yeah, look, I think it's, on one hand, it's a fair observation and reflection. Uh, on the other hand, from the points of view of communities, often people will think, well, you're all government out there doing things. Uh, what are you doing to make my life better? Um, and I don't really know or care if you're local government, state government, Commonwealth government. Some people know the difference, others don't. But to turn that back around, I also worked for many years and was on the board of the Institute of Public Administration, Victoria, IPA. Uh, that thought more broadly about public administration. And we do that at local, state and Commonwealth level. And as well as the time when I was in Victorian government and I'm now back in Victorian government, local government is the closest to community, the closest in terms of service delivery and is, makes a huge impact at place. And to me, state government and local government working together in a big country like Australia is such a critical opportunity and partnership. We don't always get it right, but increasingly in the last number of years, I've seen fantastic partnerships and collaborations. And Chris, to give you an example, right now with COVID, we have a huge need for people with good operational and community-based response skills. And that is very strong in local government. And in Victorian or state government, we have the Department of Health and Human Services that are very much relying on those skills from across the Victorian public sector. So right now we are also asking the question, well, how do we better collaborate with local government leaders so that we're doing that service delivery better, particularly when there's so much deep expertise in uh, community engagement service delivery uh, at local government sector? They say it's an ill wind that blows no good. So I wonder if one of these silver linings is the potential for the relationship and the understanding between the state and local levels of government to be fostered and grown in a positive way? I definitely think so. I'm seeing both anecdotally and systematically conversations between councillors, mayors, ministers, members of parliament, and also between senior executives and service deliverers in both local and state government sectors. Because I'm coming from that public administration focus, there are some fantastic local government CEOs who I'm talking to right now about how do we better work together right now and then coming out of this, as we move into the next few phases, how do we maintain those relationships and see the transfer of skills and knowledge in both directions at state and local uh, levels? That's something I'm very excited about. Something I looked at a lot in the past, sometimes a crisis makes you do things differently, which is that silver lining, uh, and how we transition and retool how we work across uh, all public sector and public administration levels is one of the key focuses that I'll be bringing into the new role as I uh, settle in for the rest of uh, this year, but particularly looking ahead over the next uh, financial year, that's a huge opportunity, Chris. 
terrific to hear, Adam. Best of luck to, uh, with that. And we look forward to perhaps talking to you more about that as that evolves. Perhaps one last thought before I let you go. We are coming into election time in uh, councils, in local government, uh, democracy at work. Uh, the, the integrity regime is something we spend a bit of time uh, talking about on this program. We have a panel coming up with uh, IBAC and uh, Inspectorate representation very soon. How does your work intersect, if at all, with the integrity regime for local government? Yeah, look, I'd like to make two comments on that. We have been working alongside uh, IBAC and putting out guidance on maintaining integrity while working remotely. Working remotely is a very different context for many of us, and we have to remember those key public sector values of transparency, uh, fair process, working well with our colleagues, behaving in the appropriate way, all of those things translate through, but in a very different environment. So we're asking our people across the public sector, and of course, working with local government and federal government, just to be conscious that our work arrangements are very different, but those public sector code of conduct values are not different. Transparency, uh, working openly with other people, respecting people, and acknowledging we're working in different times. Mm -hmm. And then the second point I'd love to mention, uh, Chris, is that uh, we, we hear a lot about local politics, international politics, and some big elections happening on the other side of the world. Right now, we have our own big democratic process at local government with local government elections coming up in October. I know the Victorian Electoral, Electoral Commission has done a lot of work about a COVID safe, safe process for local government elections in October. So I'm really excited to be able to participate in democracy right here, coming up in October. And I urge people listening in to be very conscious and to really respect that opportunity that we can have a COVID safe, male-based election process for our critical local government councillors uh, and mayors. Well said, it is, it is critical indeed. So I uh, have really enjoyed speaking with you, Adam. Uh, I look forward to the opportunity to perhaps speak to you a bit more uh, regularly uh, as you move through your term as Public Sector Commissioner. Thanks for your time. Fantastic, and thank you to VLGA and VLGA Connect. Thanks, Chris. Adam Fennessy, our guest on this special edition of VLGA Connect. <laughs>